Welcome back to another episode of the Good Journeys Podcast Show. I'm Robert. And I'm Tori. And we're your hosts. And welcome to another exciting episode today. Today we have a great guest, Lynn Oliveri, who is a well-known certified hypnotherapist. And Lynn's going to give us some insights into what hypnotherapy is and how people can use it to make positive life-altering changes. Welcome, Lynn. It is so good to be here. Thanks, Robert. Thanks, Tori. You know, now, Lynn, on the Good Journeys podcast, we always are interested in finding out about people's life's journeys that got them into the wonderful places they are now. Uh, We know you originally through the travel industry and have been on some wonderful journeys and travel adventures with you on various cruises and different events. Uh, But we'd love to know what your journey was to become a certified hypnotherapist. If you would, tell us how you first became interested in hypnotherapy. Ah, well, you know what? It's always like things happen for exactly the right reasons. I have always been interested in how the mind and body work together. And it actually goes all the way back to high school for me. So back in high school, I was a competitive swimmer and I was on the national team. And when I was swimming, we had a performance coach. And one of the things that we did was to practice our races in our minds in hypnosis. Now they called it coaching then, or they called it visualizing our races, but it was actually hypnosis. And we were actually getting, like, I can still tell you exactly how many strokes it takes to keep my stroke strong. And so I can, you know, do the whole thing with the follow through and the catch and the full stroke. So in high school, I was training for swimming, but I was also training my mind. And it, it stuck with me ever since then. Um, so I started really, you know, that was age 13. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, but uh, since then, you know, then I was in the track, you know, I, maybe you don't know, but I have a background working in, uh, in, in as a counselor and in psychiatric units. Did not know. So, no, didn't know that. <laughs> no, that was my college education. And you know, I did that for about 10 years and worked in a couple of inpatient psychiatric facilities doing counseling and doing hypnosis there with patients. And we called that relaxation tra- training. And that mm-hmm. was primarily for anxiety and stress. So after that, I had a full career in travel. I was in travel. I still am in travel, but I worked in travel for the past 25 years. Mm-hmm. But I always found myself doing trainings and certifications and workshops that had something to do with how the mind can make your experience better. What? And, you know, right now I call that the awe in the now. Like I am all about just getting the most awe out of every single thing I'm doing because, you know, life's too short. Exactly. So, yeah. So during the past years, I've, you know, done trainings and certifications. Um, I've been a certified hypnotherapist for 10 years now. Really? I didn't realize that it had been that long. Now, uh, now, Lynn, many of us have seen hypnotists up on a stage, hypnotizing people for entertainment purposes. And, and uh, now, you know, seeing someone squawk as a chicken, always entertaining, but it's, it's probably not going to create a, a positive change for that person being hypnotized. Can you tell us what is the difference between a hypnotist and a hypnotherapist And what are the types of positive change that people might be able to create for themselves through hypnotherapy? 
All right. Cool. Great answer. Um, you know, that's actually something when people come to see me to do some change work on themselves, that's one of the things they ask most often is like, are you going to do things that are going to embarrass me? <laughs> am I, I bet. Well, are, am I going to tell you things that are secrets? Um, are you going to train me to become the Manchurian candidate? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Will I be a mindless zombie oh. under your complete control? Oh, and now, as fun as that sounds, yeah, that's right. That that's not actually not what I'm not doing. really no. no. Yeah. <laughs> Attention, James Bond Jr. Now your spy mission is now yeah. up. Well, you know the movies, the movies and stage hypnosis kind of paint one picture of things. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, in some ways, it feels fun and, and and recreationally that could be entertaining, but it's it's not how therapy works. Although the trance state is the same, so. Let me give you a couple pieces of information. When, first of all, hypnosis is a natural state. You know, you guys have both been hypnotized. Mm -hmm. Correct. Like almost every day. Real? No, really. Yeah. You, you yeah. have almost no, every true. day. It's always because when I'm uh, when I'm driving and all of a sudden I get someplace and go, how did, how did I get here? <laughs> I don't remember the drive. Exactly. Uh -huh. And that's a really cool example that a lot of people can relate to. The other one is um, if you watch movies and you cry. Oh. Have you ever cried in a movie? Like my, sure. oh, that movie, Old Yeller. Remember that from when we oh were kids? Gosh. Oh yes. Uh huh. What, the, old, what, old Yeller getting you know shot at the end of the movie. Yes. The so dog sad. dies. We love the dog. He dies. And what happens? We cry. You cry. Yeah. Everybody cries. You know why you cry? Hmm. Because you suspended your belief. You went into a state of trance. Your internal world became as real as the external world. And even though logically you knew that dog was okay, it was an actor dog, yeah. <laughs> you, you cried because, you know, for crying out loud, you love it. And then it, it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. Uh -huh. So the magic of movies works because you are in trance. Technically, you're hypnotized. Interesting. Also, yeah. could you say the same thing about music? You get so in tuned and listening something music-wise are you also in that same hypnotic state as well, too? Yeah, absolutely, Robert. It is all about entrainment and the vibration. And so hypnosis is a brain science. Okay, when I hypnotize someone, I have specific ways that I know to lead them by asking someone to imagine. And by leading these activities, I guide them into a state of trance, which is a natural state. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a zombie state. It's not mind control state. It's, it's a relaxed state of hyper-focus. So you're really paying attention. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, it's like the flow experience. Sometimes people feel when they're doing a sport or they're really having a good time and you're in the moment and you're doing something. And then all of a sudden you realize it's like an hour and a half, two hours later. Yeah. Where did the time go? It yeah. just flew. Well, it's because you are in a light state of trance. You are in flow. That's another word for it. And so when you're in that kind of state, when you're in an open-minded, focused, flow state, you can make changes. So I guide people into a state of trance. And it's easy. Anyone can do it. And once they're in that state of trance, we do a couple things. So this is the difference between stage hypnosis and hypnotherapy type hypnosis. Mm -hmm. Because on a stage hypnosis, they're going to ask, they're going to quickly guide the people on stage into trance. And then they're going to ask them to do things 
that they really would do anyway, but they just needed permission. <laughs> they did, you know, they just needed to um, suspend their belief, just like we suspended our belief about that dog getting shot. Yep. And and just give them a suggestion and ask them to do it, and people will do what they actually want to do on stage. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It really is. Yeah. And Lynn, psychologically speaking. What does hypnosis do, say, for instance, for someone who wants to lose weight or gain greater confidence in their abilities? And also, does hypnosis work for pain management? Oh, yep. It works for all those things. So here's how it works, or here's how working with me works anyway, Robert. I make a promise to people, and I do a few different types of programs. I do individual sessions. I do group sessions. I have some some training audios and videos people can listen to. But it works because of a few things. When you work with me, first of all, we go into your subconscious mind. That That's like the part of your, your autonomic nervous system where your long-term memories are stored, where all the things somebody once told you were stored. It's where your beliefs are kept. Right. Hmm. So you actually have all those things in you from whatever experience you had throughout your life are stored in your subconscious mind in your long term term storage. Now, if you want to change something. Your weight, a habit. If you want to get your mind to turn down a sensation of pain, you got to go into the place of your brain where where the control panel is. Okay, mm. this is this is why talking about something just sometimes takes so long. Why talk therapy might take so long because it's working with the more conscious level of your mind. Yeah. Whereas hypnotherapy is going to get into the subconscious level. And I think I wandered away from your question. So the question was how does hypnotherapy work for someone um, who something wants like weight control weight control yes and we were talking okay. about that before before we went on the air we, we talked about that a little bit and about your experience right now which was absolutely fascinating so go okay ahead. super you, yeah so here we go um so now you can if, let's just talk about the specific idea of using hypnosis for weight control so first of all most people can power through just about anything for 21 days a couple weeks right mm-hmm. Or at least two days, you know, you say, (laughs) well, you say, I'm going to go on this program. You buy the program, you buy all the packets, the potions, whatever you're going to do. And you start doing it and you do this diet and you make yourself do it Mm -hmm. and you lose some weight. But you're making yourself do it most often. You know, you try to people try, quote, try to make the new eating methods a, a habit. They try to make it who they are. But if you're forcing yourself to diet, forcing yourself to do keto, forcing yourself to fast, if there's anything in there that's a force for you, you're just not going to want to do it naturally. Mm -hmm. Because one of the rules of the mind is that people are programmed to move away from pain and towards pleasure. There is nothing. it's, It's part of how we like survived all those years, like back in the caveman days, if we took fear and we ran away and we ran away from pain and we ran away from things that were like potentially dangerous from us, Mm -hmm. we were the ones who survived. So it is part of your limbic brain. It's part of your inner, inner, inner mind to get away from things that are uncomfortable and painful and move towards pleasure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
That fine okay. line between pleasure and pain, as they always say. <laughs> We're not talking about that line right now, Robert. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> That's a whole nother chapter we can talk about down the road here. <laughs> that is a whole nother chapter. And actually, we can talk about that if you want to talk about pain management, because we can sort of switch those two sensations in someone's mind. But for this conversation, let's talk about the... So, so okay, so you're running away from things that are uncomfortable. And fasting for most people is just uncomfortable. They're gonna, they can make themselves do it for a while, but they can't do it long term because, you know, they want to move towards pleasure. Their brain's going, okay, you're done with this. Now eat. Mm-hmm. Now have the pasta. Now, so, so the change is like, so the, the synd- symptom of being a yo-yo dieter where you lose it, you gain it back. It's, it has to do with you didn't make the change that you need to make on a personality and behavioral level. Mm-hmm. So my program is different. It's called Unlock Your Body Transformation Code. And the promise of that program is that I can help you make any diet or exercise program work better because I can help you make it a part of who you are on a permanent basis, like a part of your personality. Right. So, so here's an example, like vegetarians, right? Mm-hmm. Vegetarians are people who don't eat meat. Correct. No, they, they don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to have to try really hard <laughs> not to eat meat today. I'm going to stay away from that quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs> no, you that's know. true. Yeah, that big red steak. Oh, God, I want it. But no, no, a vegetarian doesn't eat meat because it's not like they have a reason. It's part of their personality. Mm-hmm. They have They have a belief that, well, some vegetarians have a belief that, you know, meat is inhumane. Mm-hmm. Or other ones might have a belief that it's not healthy for me. Right. I don't put it in my body because it's not healthy. So it's not a struggle for them. They just don't do it. Right, right. They've already I, I trained their it's mind. A, it's yeah. a personal belief. They've yeah. trained their mind already to stop the, okay, I got to have a steak this morning for breakfast. I got to have a hamburger. I have to whatever. They've already had their mind, the subconscious set up to be successful and not think about that. Yeah. They just don't want it. Yeah. I mean, like here's, here's, here's my grody example. <laughs> and I have to go here. On go, this go for it, Lynn. So in Asia, right? Dog, especially white dog is sometimes considered a delicacy mm-hmm. in certain places. Right. You hear that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have never, ever, <laughs> Not even once seeing my neighbor's golden doodle coming down the road and, <laughs> Said, thought, here comes lunch. <laughs> and thought, oh, my God, that would be so good on my plate. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's not me. It's a personal belief. Yeah. It's not you. I yeah, mean, exactly. we, that's not who we are. That's not what we do. We don't have to try not to eat the dog. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I mean, like, frankly, I'm repulsed by the idea. I mean, it really goes. Ugh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, so, and my neighbors are really happy to hear that, by the way. <laughs> my neighbors, too. I got a couple of them in my neighborhood. They're always so cute, like, prancing down the street. <laughs> going, Lynn's not going to eat me. <laughs> you know, saying, though, you know, maybe it's my background. I see a dachshund walking down the street, and I have to run down to the nearest uh, Wiener Schnitzel or, oh, uh, or one of these, or, or Pink's Hot Dogs in Los Angeles oh, or no. somewhere, you know, there's that subconscious that I have to go get a hot dog after I see a, Wiener, uh, I see a uh, Dachshund running down the street. 
<laughs> yeah, don't 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 have the stuff the the schnitzel they're using schnauzer. There's all yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But but you know, so so here's the thing. You know, we can joke about it, but none of us are going to do that, really, right, right? Right. So, wouldn't it be great if the things that you actually wanted to do were were part of your belief system and it was easy? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If it's stop smoking or weight management, quit or, biting nails, uh, obsessive compulsive. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's how I work, and I work on a belief level. So, ah, there's a few steps to that, and and you know, fortunately, I I have this intuitive knowing, and and this is something. If I could tell you how I developed it, I. I would patent that process, but I have an intuitive knowing when I meet people and we go into trance together. And when I'm doing hypnosis with someone, I actually go into trance too. But when I'm in that state with them, I can spot what's going on and I can, I mean, just really zero in on that. And I have this ability to zero in on it and then actually come up with an easy solution for them. So it's a bit like magic, I hate to say, but Mm -hmm. it's super effective. Um, yeah. So, so with the dot, with the, with the exercise program, we, I take a group of people through a number, like through steps. So there's two ways you work with me. One is you can work one-on-one where we go into a session and I call that a rapid transformation session because we go into trance, we have a goal. I pinpoint exactly what's going on with you. We get to the depth of the belief. We change the belief. We, we, we pull it out. We reframe it and you know, I help you structure a new reality. Mm -hmm. So there's that one-on-one really intense experience with me. Um, Or, or there's the group experience like I do with unlock your body transformation code. Now uh, that's a six, that is a, I run the program over three months, but it's six sessions. And in those sessions, I follow a little bit of a progress. And you curious how to know, would you like to know how the progress goes or? yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So First of all, I teach people how to go into trance. Do you guys, you, you can, Tori, you slip into trance when you're driving, apparently. Yes, obviously so. (laughs) And she slips into trance watching TV. So, you know, we watched uh, Valentine's Night, went to dinner and we came back home and we were watching Titanic, four hour movie. And we got it, turned it on at the start of the movie. About 10 minutes into it, Tori's out like a log sleeping wakes up exactly as the movie ends and says, wasn't that a great movie? <laughs> <laughs> well, she is rather susceptible to trance because I remember a time when we were all sitting together. Yes, on the Paul Guy Gone uh, in, was, uh, in uh, Thailand, yeah. yes. And I was explaining how trance works to you and you went, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing a facial expression. It was sort of a eyes wide, mouth open. There you oh. go. Uh-huh. It's great. Uh-huh. So, um, so I teach people to go into trance and actually on my website, I offer this lesson as a free gift to people. So if you'd like to know how to go into trance, it's lynnoliveri.com forward slash gift. And this is my trance training audio. Um, it's a little program. I actually sell it some of the time, but for right now it's, it's, it's really one of my best pieces and I'm giving it away because it helps people so much. It helps meditators who want to go deeper it helps people who want to do self-hypnosis get into that state of uh, trance. Mm-hmm. And it's lesson one whenever you're working with me. So teach you to go into trance is lesson one. 
Lesson two is to remove the things that are holding you down and holding you back. Now that's, you know, if I say, hey, Tori, what's holding you down today? You might know or you might not know. Mm-hmm. Like so. Um, so I have a series of processes that are recordings and they're, they're metaphors, really. They're metaphors for how you let go of things and how you release And the beauty of story is when I tell you a story and your mind hears it, your mind can say, oh, I can just let go of things. I have one I do. It's called Let Go and Fly. And it's a wonderful story about letting go and flying like a bird. But it helps people's minds to understand the process of letting go thoughts that are holding them down. Mm -hmm. I also have a super useful piece that I call um, Unplugging from the Collective Consciousness Grid. You know, I use Lily Tomlin. Remember Lily Tomlin? Oh, yeah. The operator. Yep. One ringy dingy dingy, two ringy (laughs) ding. Oh, goodness gracious me. This is the operator. I remember that perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Well, guess what, Robert? You are plugged into the collective consciousness grid just like those cords. They are stuck into you all over. Yes, they are. They are. And so, in order to just not carry other people's crap, we unplug those things too. So we un. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. No, so we the process is we teach you to go into trance. We learn to unplug, to let go, and to both generally, and then we do some specific root cause work where we get right down to your issue of what you have trouble letting go of. And once you let go, we start programming in the thoughts you do want to think. Mm-hmm. So over three months, this is a lot of work. I'm saying it to you in 10 minutes. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's 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 actually pretty effortless for the participant, but we do something, we let it settle in. We do something else, we let it settle in. Before you know it, you've let go of enough things that you're ready to put in the thoughts you want to think and the behaviors you want to do. Um, and then just like the poodle coming down the sidewalk, it's natural. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> now, I know on your site, you talk a lot about the mind-body-spirit integrated training. Is that kind of what you're talking about here? It, it is, because if I was just a diet coach, I might talk to you about nutrition. Mm-hmm. I might tell you about, you know, how to count your macros. <laughs> but for crying out loud... I think everybody's got enough information already. Right. I mean, do you, do you need to, you really need to know <laughs> some more information? Uh, so I like to think of it as a mind, body, spirit approach because people know it. They have, they have the blueprint inside of them for what they need. And if they're going to change, they need to change. It, it feels right. Mm-hmm. It feels like you, if you change your thoughts, the way you feel, and the way you are emotionally about it. So, it, yes, it's a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, too, you know, I'm going to jump into something here because it, it, it touches upon what you're talking about, the, the training and the, and the work that you do with people. In this time of COVID, of course, we know in a lot of states, you know, businesses are closed down. People cannot see people face to face. And you know, people working remotely from home, and just like we use a Zoom format here for uh, for doing the interviews and stuff for for our uh, guests calling in, are you using Zoom? How are you going about working with individuals, both one on one or in a group setting? That's a great question, and you're spot on. 
And what's so cool about this is I have been doing, I do remote sessions. I, I also do in-person sessions, but I, you know, when you have my voice inside your mind, like with a pair of earbuds, you can take that thought and the feeling right inside. So working over Zoom is perfect. I've been doing, uh, it used to be Skype and now it's Zoom. So I've, I've been doing sessions that way for the past 10 years. Oh, wow. Oh. The cool thing about COVID is it trained everybody else how to figure out how to get on Zoom and do this. Mm-hmm. Because just like we're sitting here now, I can see you guys from the top of your head to your waist and you can see me. You've got the headphones on. If I were just to, if I told you to close your eyes and take a deep breath and just listen, you are in a perfect position. You're in your home. You're comfortable. It's a safe environment. So it works. It actually works, I think, almost as if it works as well, if not better than being in person, frankly. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Now, when you when you first um, start working with somebody, um, do a lot of people come to you and um, wonder about what hypnotherapy would be, things like what is it, what does it feel like? Um, how do I, how do I get into um, a state of trance? How do I get back out of state of trance? Uh, um, do those seem to be kind of cons- not not concerns, but but things that people wonder about when they first are getting into hypnotherapy? Well, here's here's an interesting thing. I am oftentimes the fifth or the sixth or the 10th or the 25th thing that people try to do to solve a problem. Mm -hmm. And if there was a message for your listeners to pick up on, I'm usually the last thing people try because my success rate is just about 100%. It's great. So... People try this, they try that, they try all these different approaches, but until something is part of who your personality is, it doesn't click. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, people try stuff and they try it and they'll try, they'll try fads, they'll try diets, they'll try pills, they do potions, they do another program, they sign up for another webinar, they sign up for a series of things that they do the first session and they don't complete it. They'll, you know, pay for courses People do all this stuff. And then finally, eventually, they sometimes get around to trying to talk to a hypnotist. Um, So if they had something, don't do 20 things first. Try this because it's going to be the last. It's going to fix your problem. It really can fix your problem. Mm -hmm. If someone is actually motivated to make a change, if it's something they want in their heart, we can get it done. So. I know that wasn't really what you asked. You asked me, what do people want to know? But I'm just saying people come to me as a last ditch effort and it works. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember we've talked about this before, Lynn, too, is that, for example, when I was in college, I am a horrible test taker to this day. I go into DMV for my uh, driver's (laughs) license renewal and it's like, oh, God, you know, I study this thing and I and I panic because I was never a great test taker, but I used self-hypnosis for taking tests. I would study my accountancy uh, and business uh, theories I needed for tests and stuff like that, and it worked great. And you know, one of the things that people would say to me, well, what happens if you use self-hypnosis? What happens if you can't pull yourself out of it? And I believe the answer is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Lynn, you can't really 
be stuck in a self-hypnosis, you would naturally fall into a deep state of sleep and then wake up feeling refreshed. Is that correct? Absolutely. So we started off on what is hypnosis. And it is, like we said, a natural thing you do every day. And it's all it is, is your brainwaves changing, Robert. It is your brainwaves changing. So right now we're talking, we're we're alert. We are in a beta beta brainwave pattern, which is an active, really active pattern. As we slow down, we sl- there's a few stages. Like let's say if we were to be going from active to falling asleep, like you do every night. Mm-hmm. You go from beta, you slap down into alpha. Then you slow into what's called a theta brainwave. And theta is a healing state. Theta is somnambulism. Theta is the brainwave that we go for in hypnosis. And right after mm-hmm. theta comes delta. That's your sleep. So every night when you fall asleep, you go through these brainwave phases and you drift right in and you drift right through theta. So what I do when I teach you how to go into trance, when I teach you an induction process or a trance trigger, is I teach you how to go from this wide awake. By setting an intention, you can drop right into theta. Great. Yeah, and- so... So, so you don't get stuck there. I mean, the worst thing that happens is you fall asleep or on the other side of that is you just wake back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you recommend, Lynn, as a first step for our listeners who are interested in trying hypnotherapy? Well, if they want to try something, that the trans training gift that I give away on my, on my website is honestly a, a jewel. Mm-hmm. Um, it is lesson one in most of my program, my group programs. Uh, I also sell it usually as a freestanding thing, but... Um, I am, I have a lot, I'm, I'm a, one of my hobbies is I am a, I'm a meditator and I, and I am a meditation junkie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I follow the work of Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've been doing that for, I think three years now. And if you know anything about him, um, he leads some long meditations. So as a part, a member of his advanced community, right? Yeah. The proudest thing I've done is this five hour pineal gland meditation. Mm. Now, if you were to tell me, I'm like, oh, what, you're going to meditate for five hours? Absolutely, yes. And it's easy because when you're in trance, there's no sense of time. Mm -hmm. So two minutes, five hours, doesn't matter. But the point is, is I put that trance training audio on my website for free because I have so many friends that do his program work and they're like, can hypnosis help me meditate better? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it can because it's, it's trance. There's a golden thread that runs through all of this stuff. And so I put it out there. Um, I was at an advanced retreat in January and a number of people were asking me, how can I do this? So I made it available and it, it's it's still there for now. It may not be there for forever, but for right now, that is the free gift on my website, lynnoliveri.com forward slash gift. That's great. And and thanks for bringing that up because that, that was a question that I was going to ask you was what, what was the relationship between uh, meditation and trance? You know, the, what's, what's the difference between the two of th- the two of them. So, so here's the difference. Um, there's meditation, which could be a state of, um, well, meditation uses trance Mm -hmm. and it depends on what kind of meditation you want to do. Some people do guided meditations, Mm -hmm. which is really, really close to hypnosis where the guided meditation leader is going to guide you on a journey for some sort of outcome. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas a hypnotherapist could be guiding you for a more targeted therapeutic outcome. 
you know, um, guided meditation might just guide you to a beautiful pool where you relax and you're tranquil. And of course that has therapeutic effects, Mm -hmm. but it may not be a journey into your subconscious where we're going to remove the way you felt um, bad about yourself because of the stuff you're, you know, Aunt Lulu said about you at your (laughs) fifth birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in, in meditation too, there's, there's all different sorts of, there's the mindfulness meditation, which is focus on focusing on the moment, the now moment, uh, there's Buddhist meditation. So there's a lot of different kinds of meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked a little earlier about some of the programs that you do and, uh, and the training, and you had a very unusual Valentine's program that you had. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's great. Um, you know what? Especially in these times of COVID, it's hard to get out and socialize. And so during Valentine's Day, um, a partner and I offered what's known as erotic hypnosis sessions. Now, erotic hypnosis sessions are not quite as therapeutic. They're a little more on the recreational side. <laughs> Well, no, it's true. I mean, yeah. the, we I use them for 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 therapy as well. But it's 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 any kind of hypnosis dealing with sexuality and sensuality. So I offered sessions to individuals or couples who wanted to experience something sensual that was over Zoom for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So here's how it could be cool. I had one couple join me for a session, and they were joining from two separate locations. They were separate because they, you know, like COVID has kept them apart. Like one, I think, excuse me, she was in Korea and he was in the U.S. They'd met in the military Um, and they wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day together. Mm -hmm. So I took them both into trance and we used something so heartfelt. We went back to the time when they met and when they fell in love. Wow. And I can, yeah, and I connected them over you know, two sides of the world in a trance experience where they were remembering how much they loved each other. Oh, Lynn, that's wow. wonderful. Yeah. Now, wonderful of course, experience. because it's a, it was, it was super heartfelt. And now because it is erotic hypnosis and what happens in your mind can be just as real as what happens in the 3D world. Mm-hmm. I then also guided them through an erotic experience together. Mm-hmm. So they were imagining that they were together in the trance having a physical experience together. And so they connected at their hearts. They had this imagined experience of, of a sexual experience together. And it was really super cool. You know, they, they felt and experienced pleasure. They felt and experienced love together. And I think that's the one I'm most proud of, of the work that I did during this um, Valentine's day. There you go. Wow. Now, Lynn, if people want to get in touch with you to find out, more about your programs and and be able or be able to work with you directly um they should go to the lynnoliveri.com they can go there or um my facebook also has a great way to reach me it's got a calendly link and anyone is welcome to just if you're curious you want to do a 15 to 20 minute conversation i do them for free well they're a consultation we'll talk about what's possible how what I do can help solve a problem that you'd like to really see different in your life. That's wonderful. And Lynn, real quick here, I just want to, I want to give a, a shout out to your, uh, your website and also your Facebook page as well, too. Again, your website is www.lynnoliveri.com forward slash gift. And that's www.lynnoliveri.com. 
O-L-I-V-A-R-I.com forward slash gift JFT. And then on Facebook, it's www.facebook.com forward slash Lynn.Oliveri. Yep, that's me. And, uh, you know, I'm people are invited to find me on either location. They can just pick up the phone and call the phone number listed there. Um, I'm, it, it's such a gift, the different variety of things that I do to help people that, you know, I'd love to see more people make this their first call rather than suffering with whatever they want to change. And, you know, Rob, it doesn't have to just be suffering. It could also be, you know, connecting with people they love more or um, making what they do better. Mm-hmm. That's that's wonderful, and you know what we're going to do too, Lynn, for you uh, on our uh, on our uh, podcast links for Apple and Spotify and all the other uh, Amazon Music and Amazon Prime. What we're going to do is we're also going to put in the bio of you on the uh, show episode. We're also going to put your links in there too. I know a lot of times uh, our listeners are driving their cars, they're on their bicycles doing some workouts that way, or maybe at the gym doing a workout. And you can't necessarily stop at that moment and write something down. So we're going to make sure we have these links, the uh, uh, the www.lynnoliveri.com forward slash gift and your, your Facebook uh, link as well on there so that people can get in contact with you that way. So much fun. That sounds great. Absolutely. Well, Lynn, you've given us so many wonderful insights today on how we can better achieve our goals. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, it's just been wonderful having you today and and listening to what you have to say. And I know that this will be so beneficial to uh, um, to everybody. As you said, it's it's so important that people make this their their first choice when they're when they're really um, serious about making positive change in their life. That they come to come to you first um, uh, rather than rather than last, and uh, you know, and make their life more more meaningful and more successful. Be the be the person they want to be and reach their full potential. So thank you again so much for your time. We appreciate it very much. And we're hoping too that uh, pandemic uh, uh, not causing a problem. Hopefully we're going to see you in November in the Caribbean. Yeah, man. Thank you for letting me be a part of this new journey with you guys. It's so exciting to be here. Thank you. Well, we're glad to have you. And, and Oh, there goes that music. And it looks like our time is up for the day. (laughs) We appreciate everyone listening to the good journeys radio show, the podcast here. I'm Robert. And I'm Tori. And And we wish everybody a wonderful week. And get out there and enjoy all of your good journeys. And again, we thank Lynn Overy for coming on the show today. Have a great week ahead. 